Swallows of the South is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. Hello, and welcome to Swallows of the South. I'm Quinn Wilson, storyteller. Guess what? Swallows of the South is six months old today. It's crazy to think about the fact that we've been doing this for so long, but here we are. Thank you for all of your support in the show, and I'm very much looking forward to six more months, and many more beyond that. And aside from that... There's no lunch in today's episode because the whole episode takes an incredibly light, funny tone where we touch back on our silly improv roots, coming off the heels of the very dramatic content of the last several weeks. With that out of the way, let's begin, and thank you again for six wonderful months. In the time of myth, when gods and mortals walked creation together, Godwin, Ariston, and Ajax had a free day to explore a local festival in Zhao Wei taking respite from talks of wild hunts and idols. What would they find on their day off? What old faces would they encounter? Just how silly could this whole affair get? Ariston is walking back towards the festival, and he sees Ajax and Godwin in the crowd of people, and he picks up his pace to catch up with them. Well, because of the devil, I guess it looks like we don't really have a choice. He's already here. Yeah, looking as awkward as ever, walking in those Does he even know feet. how to walk? Uh, doesn't look like he does. It's kind of just a strange waddle. Hi, guys. Hey. Hey, we weren't talking about you. No. Well, because you said that, it really seems like you were talking about me, Ajax. That's fine. But we weren't, so it's okay. You can think whatever, but you're wrong. Well, I'm excited to explore this with you. We didn't really have anything quite like this back in my home, so looking forward to it. Okay. Well, this is the festival. It happens every year. There's a lot of stuff for us to look at. Yeah, I could kind of gather that on my own, Godwin. I just mean, like, is there anything you two personally like to do here? I like to eat a lot of food. Noted. I have usually liked going into the performance areas and performing. And Godwin just sadly looks at his hand. And then looks off into the distance, a sad violin in the background, as one of the performers notices his gaze. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, damn it, I just ruined that piece. Oh, crap. Hey, you're Godwin Corelli, aren't you? Yeah. Sorry, I, I saw you, and, you know, it's kind of a big deal seeing you, so... Oh, gosh, God. I, 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 gotta get back to, I gotta get back to playing. People are gonna notice. This is, like, the biggest income day of the year that I have. I, I have to get back to this, but I'm, so, I'm sorry. If you're gonna be around, could I get, like, an autograph or something? Oh, are you all right? I'm real... Have you, have you, like, never met someone that is, like, a celebrity to you before? No. Well, okay, it's kind of a big deal. I'm very nervous. Oh, um, I, I didn't realize I was kind of a big deal. You're the best recorded player that's ever lived. We heard... I mean, I was practicing when it happened, but I heard what you did about a week ago, when the Wild Hunt arrived, when Seven Symphonious Chords went crazy. It's incredible, and... Did you hear about what happened there? No, did nobody... know about this? And he unbandages his hand quickly. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, oh, sweet shoe and Kasaga. Uh, I didn't know that that happened. I'm sorry, I probably shouldn't have asked you to do anything with your hands. Uh... I'm, I guess I'm going to go back to this. I guess I'm really sorry. Hey, man, if you want to play a duet or something, I've still got my right hand. He turns bright red and looks down at his violin and then looks up at you. Do, do, y- if you, 
think you can. I, if you want to, I don't want to impose on you. And I mean, we're not in a very high traffic area yet, so uh, you might not get a lot of money for this. It might be a waste of your talents, is all I'm saying. I'm not in it for the money. And Godwin looks over at Ajax and Ariston, and there's a little sparkle in his eye. I'll catch up with you guys. And he runs over to where all the performers are. Wow. I know, it just hasn't been that happy in forever. It's like the old Godwin's back. Yes. Uh, no, it's fine. I'm I'm happy for him. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to stay around and listen. It'd be kind of boring. You're not? No. Well, are you going to go then? I'm going to go. I think some of the booths are already setting up, starting to sell food. Going to start early, eat my way through the day, you know. Can I join you? I'd like to try some of the food here. I mean, yeah, be my guest. All right. So we cut to a place deeper in the square where the air is filled with thick, heavy smoke that smells of spices and meat. The stalls here are very, very colorfully painted in reds and gold and black and blue. And there are laid out in this area any number of stalls that appear to be selling a large quantity of various types of food. There are grilled fish. There is spiced chicken. There's a lot of pork. Someone has a big old like stir fry pot of vegetables that they're stirring up and grilling. Oh, I think I'm going to go try that barbecue squid on a stick first. All right. I'm going to try some of that chicken. Looks amazing. So you guys walk away from a stall with like a whole grilled squid and a bunch of pieces of chicken on a skewer. Oh, man. This hits the spot. Oh, that's delicious. God, it just, it's almost as good as Tawi's food. Yeah, the festival usually has some pretty good food. And for so cheap, that it's just worth it to eat all day. Well, I might want to do some other stuff too, but maybe next year I'll just eat all day. And a slender figure comes out of the crowd with two skewers of squid. They have a slightly offset nose and a kind of nervous countenance. Oh, oh my, oh my God. Uh, hey, hey, Ajax, Mr. Ajax. Hi, it's been a, a long time since I've seen you. This is Birch, one of your clients, the husband of your regular client, Ricard, who hasn't done much business with you in a while. Hey, Birch, it's been a long time. Yeah, uh, yeah, it has. Whatever happened with that tip I, I gave you guys? Uh, <clears throat> well, to be honest, it got us into a bit of trouble, and we haven't really been on the treasure hunt for a while. We've kind of been preoccupied with some other things, but we're definitely going to get back into that business real soon here. You, you, you are. You are. What, what, what are you looking at? What are you thinking about pursuing? I, I might have some tips. Uh, well, we're actually pursuing the very same piece that you found. Huh. Oh, okay. I mean, I was there when it was sold. Um, I, I remember when it was sold. God, I could not forget when it was sold. And he moves his hand up and rubs the bridge of his nose. But I have I haven't heard much about what happened after it left the city. I know that it got sold to that lady from the guild. No, it didn't. It got sold to that other lady, didn't it? I know it got sold to that weird lady. Yeah, and we know that one of our business partners, you probably remember her, Rizzo. Yeah, I, I remember Rizzo. Yeah, Rizzo went off with her, and we haven't heard from her since. Dang, wow, that's crazy. I like Rizzo so much. I didn't get to see her that much. But Ricard had nothing but nice things to say about her. Yeah, it's a loss that's definitely been felt around the office. Who, who's your friend? I haven't, I haven't seen your friend. Hi, I'm, I'm Ariston. Nice to meet you. Uh, hi, it's nice to meet you. I'm Birch. I, uh, I also work with Ajax and Godwin. Oh wow! I'm sorry I haven't dropped by in such a long time. I dropped out of the 
treasure hunting game, and Ricard hasn't had any need, and like I said about that fruits basket I gave you guys, it all went bad such a long time ago that kind of felt guilty of ever coming back, you know? So, um, but is is business good? I mean, as good as it can be when you're being chased and hunted. Chased and, and hunted? What are you What are you talking about? I mean, surely you heard all the commotion with the wild hunt and seven symphonious chords. I I heard I heard about that as it related to Godwin. I I kind of assume that's why he wasn't here. I, everyone's only really talking about Godwin's involvement in that. That might not be such a bad thing, but you know that Godwin is our co-worker, and we were with him there. Wow, that blows my mind. That's crazy. Yeah, it's been a weird, weird ride. It's, uh, wow. I I should probably uh, get these back to Ricard, but we're not really doing anything today. If, you know, you're not really doing anything today, it's been a long time, and I know we're like clients, I guess, but it'd be nice to catch up when, you know, there's nothing going on in the city today. It seems like things are finally quiet for once. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I didn't have other plans other than eating every kind of food at this festival. Cool, cool, cool. Then we'll be back soon. I'll be back with Ricard soon. And he walks back off into the crowd. Let's cut back to Godwin. Godwin is currently going to fucking town, wailing as hard as a one-handed recorder player can wail, playing some sort of folk jazz solo. And there is a group of throbbing fans cheering and the violin player looks like he's about to faint and godwin is loving all of it yeah he looks pretty woozy and one of the fans steps forward this person actually is wearing these super thick rimmed glasses but you don't see any lenses in the frames and they don't have much hair but the hair that they have has pretty clearly been intentionally must severely uh are, are you you're you're godwin corelli right oh my, oh my god I, I never thought i'd actually see you in real life godwin plays about four more bars of his solo and then lets the band take over that has appeared behind him and hops off the little stage to stand at the same level as this fan P- praise the chords of resurrection oh my god excuse me i i'm w- one of the flock the flock we follow your works holy shit what what you do is important it brings us meaning it gives us life i i, I don't know how else to say to say it really uh but we kind of revere you who's we the order of the court of resurrection well now you're just giving me circular reasoning here i want some answers man can i buy you some tea yeah yeah that that, that would be good yeah sure uh i mean i have a couple people who might want to come if, if you wouldn't mind they might be able to explain it better i'm kind of a nude convert i don't mind as long as i don't have to buy them all tea no i uh we would gladly buy you tea we I, well i'm not gonna say no to that the idea of you oh my god man and he runs his head through the couple locks of hair that he has and a couple people he motions to and they come forward uh so alex and adam why don't you describe a couple of these fans one of the fans is a younger girl maybe like 1920 and she has a long braid that sort of ends right at her waist that wraps down over her shoulder and weaved into her hair various colors of ribbons and things uh she has darker skin and her hair is also like a darker black which makes the colors really stand out beautifully and she has lovely green eyes and she's just smiling just in the presence of godwin and she is wearing a long dress that well it doesn't hit the ground though so it it kind of ends and it's covered in this pattern of flowers magnolias actually 
And that is her. The other fan standing there is a tall, squarish looking girl in her 30s, woman in her 30s, kind of the grown up equivalent of Millicent Bolstrode, like tall and square and slightly awkward. She kind of has a shorter haircut, cut closer on the ears and just a little bit longer on top. And there's one more figure behind them who is wearing this enormous, elaborate, but honestly poorly carved necklace that is a musical note with a flower blossom at the base of it. It is kind of awkward looking older gentleman, maybe about 60 years old, who's got gnarled and hefty fingers and withered skin, but bright eyes. And he steps forward as well. I cannot believe that I'm finally getting to meet you. I followed your mother with so much intent. You don't know the things that your mother meant to me, but let me tell you now. I can't call you son. That that would be ridiculous. Lord, I cannot tell you the things that you've done for me, even more than your mother. I did not know that perfection could give birth to something even greater than that. And he drops to the ground and prostrates himself. Godwin looks down at this figure for a moment and runs a hand through his sweaty post-performance hair, straightening his shoulders out, a little bit of swagger in his stance, and he puts his other hand on the man's shoulder. What is your name? My name is Guillermo. Well, Guillermo, have lunch with me. And tears well up around the corners of his eyes. I could not be so blessed. Yeah, you could. I said you could have lunch with me. And he stands up. You can see a shaking, a knocking in his knees as he says, What would my lord care to eat? I don't know. Godwin looks over at the other three people standing around. Does anyone else have any suggestions? Do you do you mean to say that we're invited? Yeah. His his lordship has invited us to lunch? Now you can call me Godwin. Oh, uh, I can't believe it. I, I would I would be much more comfortable calling you God. Well, I'm not going to allow that. That's kind of weird. You can call me Godwin. All right, Godwin. We appreciate the invitation. I'm sure we'll all gladly accept. Look, uh, hair... Wait, what's your name? And Godwin kind of motions to the guy that's got like six locks of hair. Uh, Oh, my name? Uh, I'm Fortuitous Guardian. Well, Fortuitous Guardian, uh, why don't you pick? Oh, oh. And he takes off the glasses... While the glasses frames and wipes sweat from his brow. Um. Okay, maybe not. Okay, no, maybe, uh, yet, yet him, yet him, no, sheep meat, sheep meat, right? You, you spent time on a sheep farm for a while, and we shouldn't eat, we shouldn't eat birds, right? No poultry. Dude, you can eat whatever you want. We, we've been avoiding eating birds because your mother was the swallow. Then don't eat swallows. But we, we have a name for you, too. Oh, boy. You're the nightingale. Oh, I kind of like that. Now, he says that it's fine. Lord says it's fine to eat birds so we can eat birds again. But would it not be touching and remind you of home? Not to be presumptuous, mind you, Lord, to eat some sheep. We ate sheep all the time on the farm. I mean, it's just another animal. I had some sheep last week. I, I'm kind of hungry for some sheep now. Uh, the Lord talks so humbly. He is so great. I'm I'm pretty good for sheep or chicken, to be honest. And we cut back to Ajax and Ariston. Ajax's skewer is starting to get low, um, and the crowds are actually starting to pick up in this area as it's getting on more toward lunchtime. Birch and Ricard have not yet returned, but there is someone who is now moving through the square, and they are trying to peddle wooden masks for the festival. Hey, you two. You look like you could, uh, 
You could use, you could use some goods for the festival. Hey man, are you trying to sell wooden masks where I'm trying to sell wooden masks? Yeah, I'm trying to sell wooden masks where you're trying to sell wooden masks. I got the permit, alright? Hey yo, this is my turf. Oh really? It's your turf, okay. Show me the paperwork. I got paperwork. You want me to show you paperwork? I'll show your mommy paperwork. Uh, gentlemen, how about one of us buys a mask from one of you and the other one buys a mask from the other? I got a two I, for one deal. I, I kind of like this argument back and forth and I will give my money to whoever wins the argument. Okay, well, look, look at this. You guys buy a mask from me. This is going to be your best mask you've ever seen. My masks are the best masks. No questions. No doubt about it. Ask anybody that's satisfied with my masks. Look at that man's mask. That man's mask is uglier than that man, oh, and you that's got, real hard to do. Yeah, you, you, well, you got tiny masks. Give me a new one's face is an ogre, unless you're an ogre, and they ain't no ogres in Jaway. There are some people who come through town who are very tall. Well, these people are not in your niche market. Okay, well, I also got masks for wood spiders. I got masks for dogs. I got masks for wolves. Can't you see that these are people? Yeah, these are people. I also have people masks. I just have large face people masks. These are some regular face people. Look, I got a two-for-one deal. Look at this mask. It's pretty sweet. My masks are the best masks. Who says that? Who says that? I say that, and so does all my customers. Are you happy oh. with yourself, Ajax? Are you happy, happy this is what you started? I am so happy. This is why I come to the festival. Is there like a, a measure for, or is there a scale for like measuring the the goodness of masks? I, I, oh, you want a scale th- mask? They this look, mask got pretty scales on no, it. No, they look, look the it. same to me. Maybe you guys could do like a break test for me. I, I don't want my mask to be breaking on my face in case I get hit. Oh, I could run over my mask with my car and it's fine. What the fuck is a car? <laughs> a cart. Can't you hear it? Don't you have ears? I don't know what you the fuck a car is. You under the T. Well, you underheard my T. All right. Well, you know what? You want a brake test? You want a brake test? Okay. I'll show you a brake test. And he grabs one of his masks from the rack and he puts his foot on it on the ground and presses against it. Look, no breakage. I don't even use ceramics. It's all wood. It's all wood. Can he say that? No, he can't. He can't say that these masks are only wood. Do you guys have, like, a history or something? Every year this guy is trying to get up in my business. Yeah, we have a history. Yeah, every year they give permits to this guy even though he makes some cheap quality masks. Seriously, the government system is rigged. The government signed off. They said, and I quote, his masks are the best masks. Ask anybody, they're the best. Well, yeah, who you asking? People you paying? Sorry, your mom's in the government, all right? It's a corrupt system. Oh, okay. I'm trying to make it big. I'm trying to be huge. You're trying to play the nepotism card. You're, you're playing the nepotism card. I'm saying that you have it. Look at this. And the other cart owner grabs one of the masks from his cart and puts it on the ground and rolls the cart over it. No cracks. I told you. That, that's Top a, quality. This is a pretty good mask. I might have to take one of those. Okay, well, look. How, how about this? How about this? You could cook a meal in one of my masks, eat out of it, and then put it on your face. It's still fine. It's golden. Well, why would you oh. want to do that? Then your face is going to break out. You're going to get an ugly face like this guy. You got to wipe it down. I mean, be sanitary. Take care of yourself. That I, I'm not telling you to get a pimple face, <laughs> but you could cook a meal in my mask. Make up some nice stir-fry noodles. Boom! You can put on this mask afterward. You got yourself a bowl. You got yourself a mask. It's... It's a two-in-one mechanism. This? See, but why would you want to be making stir-fry on your mask when you could be making stir-fry while wearing your mask? My masks have mouth holes. 
Wait, wait, how, how does that help you with the stir fry? Then you can eat the stir fry uh, while your mask is still on. That's what I'm saying, incognito. I, who would, who would do that? I, oh, I definitely need a mouth hole in my mask. I'm going to be eating all day. <laughs> Excellent mouthfeel. Well, look, Hey man, yeah. you can do that kind of stuff in these masks too, if that's what you're really into. <laughs> now, I'm sorry, I refuse to sell my masks to perverts. I will not sell my mask to a pervert. Hey, I'm sorry. Business I, is business. Look, I'll do business. I'll sell a mask. I'll sell a mask to the man with the bow, but I will not sell a mask to this half toga, half pants wearing motherfucker. Those aren't even pants. What the fuck, man? What the? What the hell did I ever do to you? You started saying creepy shit next to my masks. Is what you did. Are we still on that? Yeah, we are. We're on that. Hey, hey man, I'm not. That wasn't me. That was another guy. That was oh, not me. Yeah, that's what every single pervert who's ever lived has said. I'm okay if my masks are involved in creepy shit. This guy literally walked by, waited for all of us to stop talking, and then said that comment. I don't know how you didn't notice that. Okay, sure. And I'm just supposed to suspect that you don't know how to throw your voice? Hey, some of these masks don't have mouth holes. And Classic. that way, you can actually justify that argument, because then we wouldn't have seen your mouth move. But we I'm, saw your mouth move. It's a classic scammer's technique. Okay, I'm Look, just, we don't agree on much, but we can agree that that's a classic scammer's technique. It's true. You know what? I'm going to leave. All right? I'm just going to go. This, I, I see no salvaging this so conversation. Bowman, you want to buy that two for one? You can buy your creepy friends some creepy masks to do some creepy shit in. Erston <laughs> just free. hears that as he walks by and just throws up his middle finger facing his, his, his back to the, the mask seller. Uh... You know what? That sounds like a good deal. I mean, I'm going to buy a mask anyway, and I need to eat. Well, looks like Lucky Joe has won another customer. You're so lucky. You're so lucky that I keep failing my entrance exam into the city guard force because I would slap you right now so hard for selling illegal goods on the streets you don't even know. I mean, what, I'd be on you in a minute. What's stopping you from slapping him now? I'd, I'd like to see that. It's I'm not wearing legal. an invisible mask right now. They'll revoke my they'll revoke my license. Then I'd be selling illegal goods, and I don't want that trouble. See, but I can slap him because I don't have a license. And he slaps him. Ah! <sighs> Look, I you can do what? it again. This is so amusing. Hey, what what's going on? Oh, masks. That's cool. Hey, I got a two for one deal. Nose guy, you can hide that silly nose. Oh, I I don't know about that. Look, I like his nose. It's you know, it's a good nose. And Ricard the. Awkward husband of Birch steps forward. I mean, I liked it bef the way it was before, too, but this is also good. I, I know everybody likes the way of the masks, but I don't know. Oh, are you guys selling masks? I'd love a mask. Yeah, I got a two-for-one deal. You can get one for you in the day, one for you in the night, one for the front of your head, one for the back of your head. I ain't judging what you're doing with the mask. Oh, my God. I would love the one for the front and the back of my head. Well, this one's a little puppy, and this one's a little horse. Oh, I'm going to have to talk to my husband, but I'll definitely come back. Come find me. You know, when she says that, that means she's not coming back. If <laughs> she says she's going to go talk to her husband and she's going to come back. You're not getting that sale. You I lost know, that man. sale. That guy was, that, that guy was just kind of creepy enough that she might actually come back. I mean, she did want to wear a mask on the front of her head and on the back of her head. I guess you really are willing to go into any sort of market, huh? You betcha. So... You think your friend wants this bondage-looking mask? Uh, yeah, and I mean, I, I'm i not one to judge Ariston for his sexual endeavors. Well, tell me what he's into. 
Um, I honestly, don't think that I want to deal with this I, conversation. Yeah. I think that we got to dip Mr. Ford and we cut over to Ariston. <laughs> God, motherfuckers. Just so rude. God. Oh, you seem disconcerted. Oh. And as Ariston is walking away from the central square down a row where there's a bunch of sort of festival games, Arth Eternal approaches. Oh, my God. You're here. Oh, Arth. Hello. I I am here. I still have not managed to finish my arrangements in the city, so I'm here to stay for a little while. That's wonderful. No, never mind about... I was just, you know, classic Ajax and other people making fun of me. It's fine. Okay, well, it looks like this is a very vibrant festival for the city. I've never seen it before. It looks very nice, though, and I'm not going to lie, I appreciate that everything here is pretty cheap. I know, it's, it's frankly like nothing I've ever seen before either. I was just telling Ajax and Godwin we didn't have anything like this back home. Oh, look at that quaint little game. You have a little paper net and you're supposed to catch a small fish. <laughs> I would love to play that game. Cool. Hello! We we would like to play your goldfish game. Hello. Hello. We were looking to play this game. I'm not completely certain of the rules. What what exactly do we do here? Well, it costs two silver pieces, and I give you this paper net. If you can manage to catch a fish with your dundering, blasted hands, then you get to keep it. I... Oh, that sounds good. Here, here you go. Here's two silver pieces. Does it sound good? It didn't sound like he wanted us to play his game, Arth. I think that that was a challenge. I'm, I guess, I'm from Great Forks. I'm used to people somewhat issuing challenges within their sales pitches. You know, are you strong enough? Are you good enough to do this? Come on, meet me, do it. And so now I have to. He's got me fired up. I'm going to prove to him that I have da- hands that aren't dandering hands, and they can catch a fish, and then I can take good care of that fish. I can feed it flakes. Well, I admire your determination. I haven't seen this side of you yet. It's I interesting. don't particularly care what you do with the fish. This is just a job that I have to fill the time. He grabs the net and gives the man two silver pieces, rolls up his sleeves of his robes, and dunks the net into the water. And he just takes an atrocious angle at the thing, and the fish immediately breaks out. Darn it, I guess I do have dandering hands. Um, I have an idea. Uh, I'll pay, and you can try again, alright? Okay, that, sure, uh, thank you. Um, is it? Ericsson's gonna try and move the water so the fish goes into his neck. Can he do that? Or does he have to, like, roll for that? That will be a manipulation plus occult roll. Okay. The thing is about this game, um, the biggest challenge is making sure you don't break the paper of the net. Um, because it's a paper net, it's pretty fragile. So if you move it too fast or if, like, the fish moves too much when you catch it, then it'll break the paper and you won't catch the fish. Okay, I think he's going to put hold the water still in the net and then just tell Hart, do it slowly this time. Okay, so go ahead and give that manipulation plus occult roll. I spent a lot of time working on a state voice. I know <laughs> So, Ariston won success on that attempt. Adam, go ahead and roll a pool of four dice for the festival worker. Shit. (laughs) That was four successes. So tell us what happens when the worker notices that Ariston is not so subtly manipulating the water of your carnival attraction. You, sir, are an abomination. Luckily, 
I have no interest in the well-being financially of this institution, and you can do, frankly, whatever the hell you want. Oh, I, I'm sorry, sir. I did not mean to... We did not mean to uh, malign the, the honorability of your establishment. Um, I'll just tr- I'll try to catch the fish, and if I catch it, then I, I guess I will give it back because I have done so under wrongful pretenses. Uh, don't apologize to him. You didn't do anything wrong. I did. And I don't care what you call me or what you think of me. I just wanted to win my friend a fish. Oh, so, so friends. Cool. And... What the fuck he is he supposed to call? <laughs> dejectedly passes the net next to a fish. I caught one. Congratulations. Thank you. Here's your baggie. It will probably die by the end of the day if you don't get it into a tank. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh. I know that we've already inconvenienced you so much, but do you know where I could buy flakes to feed the fish with? Honestly, I have no idea. Okay, well, we might, I mean, I guess I might have to kick out early and try to find some place that will sell me fish flakes. No, wait, why are you leaving already? Because the fish is going to die if I don't get it into a tank soon. Well, at least let me go with you. Okay, friend, let's go, let's go get flakes. And we cut back to Godwin. So then I was like, no, you said it, silly. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. So enchanting. Now, if you don't mind. I feel like you didn't get the joke. Um, it's. We just, um, like, we're processing it, so. Uh, I'm writing it down. I, I have the whole thing transcribed here. I will reflect on it later. What? Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, these, these teriyaki are really good. They are. They're wonderful. Thanks uh, for buying me seven of them. Of course. any Anything, Lord. But I have a serious question for you. Okay. There are more of us. There's quite a contingent of us. When you say more, how many is more? A lot more. That's not a number. Hundreds. Hundreds? In Jaway? Yes. Oh my goodness. And more elsewhere. What? Yes, you've begun to make a splash, and it's difficult to look away. When you start playing, we've heard nothing but beautiful sounds wherever you go. You're a shining icon of hope for the city. You ousted the foul heir of House Ragara, who came into our city walls and displaced the people of the Smiling Eyes District. You played a song that moved the hearts of Shu and Kasaga. You swayed everyone in the city to your side. Tell us, how now do we help? How do we further the cause? Lord, uh, how do we honor you? Wow. I don't think anyone's ever asked to honor me before, but, um... So do you guys all meet somewhere? Do you all have, like, a coffee shop night on Thursdays or something? We have begun to meet, actually, in a theater. There's a theater that we've been able to get space in. When's your next meeting? Can you, like, talk to everybody? Do you have a network, or do you all just get together at the same time? I'm very confused about this. We we congregate on Venus Day, in the evenings. What better day to celebrate an immaculate and pure performer than Venus Day? Isn't tomorrow Venus Day? It is. Do you want me to come give you guys a concert? Uh, 
That would be beyond anything we could imagine. I mean, I don't think I'm doing anything. You're doing more than anything. You're doing the most I've ever seen anybody do. It's incredible. It's like a dream coming true for all of us. I didn't think that I had anything left after my parents died in the accident, so... Oh, hey, man, my parents are dead, too. Oh, my God. And Godwin clutches his recorder a little bit tighter. But you showed me what it's like to feel again. Oh, um, well, how about you bring your violin and get your friends that play some other things, and, uh, we'll we'll meet at this theater at, I don't know, dusk tomorrow? That sounds incredible. You do us too much kindness. We asked how we could serve you, and you turn around and you serve us. Such selflessness, such devotion. Truly our lord is the greatest. I I said you can call me Godwin. Well, Godwin, thank you. You can call me Nightingale. The people must know that the Nightingale will be there. Do you guys have like a little signal or something? I I will spread the word. Okay, if you don't mind, I'm gonna go uh, find my friend and um, get some more of this chicken. So, tomorrow? Yes, tomorrow. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Thank you so much for gracing us with your presence. It was truly a pleasure. The pleasure was all mine. And Godwin walks away, throwing his hands in his pocket after having put his recorder back in its case, kind of shaking his head a little bit. And his body tingles with power. Uh, So now we're going to cut back to Ajax. It is dusk now, and Ajax is going back in for some more food. He's stopping at a stall. What is he buying at this stall as the sky is beginning to turn red and violet? Ajax goes up and he orders quail eggs on a stick and a stick with two sausages and a garlic clove stuck in between them. You place your order, and the person behind the counter is a pretty young-looking person, maybe 16 years old. They've got kind of a pale, sallow face and a dark mess of hair, dark eyes. Yeah, I'll get you that. Just a moment, please. And they turn around, and they start moving. And you see them make motions, but... Not a lot seems to be happening to the food. And then they turn around and they say, Sorry, I'm just feeling a little low on energy today. I'm sure that I'll feel better soon. Your food will be done in a moment. Is there anything else you wanted while it cooks? Uh, no, that's it. Um, what's up with you? I'm just feeling tired today, like you do. I haven't been out in a long time, so... It's taking some getting used to being around this many people again. Yeah, it's kind of a shock to come back into the f- on a festival day. I mean, it's more people you'd see in any other normal day. Yeah, so right now your Watchman's Infallible Eye is activating, and you should make a case person action, which I believe is perception plus investigation. Which is ten. Yay! Two successes. Yike. What's your occult rating? Three. Buddy's a ghost. Oh. Is there anyone else in this booth that's working with you? I'm just covering for a break. They'll be back soon, I'm sure. All right. Well, I, I'm i not sure that you can really help me. When, when did you start feeling tired? Well, when I woke up today, I guess. When I showed up for work. I'm not sure. 
I haven't left home in a while. That's, it's hard to remember. Obviously, this can't be your normal job, right? I mean, this is just for the festival. Like, what do you do normally? Normally, I wait. I, I used to wait anyway. But then I got a better job. I got told that I could be helpful. I sing now. I chant. He was a nice man, and he gave me something to do. He gave all of us something to do. He said that we were helping, but today we got a free day, so I decided to come out. It's been hard to do that before, but today I could go farther away from home than I've gone in a long time. And so here I am. I remember that I liked quail eggs. You wouldn't happen to be talking about seven symphonious chords? Yes, that's him. What? Why are you chanting for him? He says that it helps keep all of us together. It strengthens our bond, and it helps us move further so that we can experience all the things that we forgot and all the things that we still want. If we chant, then we can be free. Then he will let us be free. We can see the family members who won't pray to us. We can see everyone who forgot. It's lonely sometimes, and he promises that if we chant, the whole city will be so much less lonely. And you believe all this? I got here today, and I couldn't have done that before. So, am I not lively enough for you? I, I didn't mean to say anything about your liveliness. It just seems like Seven Symphonious Chords has alternate motives. He's only ever been kind to me and to my ancestors. I know that he doesn't get along well with everyone in the city, but he promises that those that he has to do away with, and the ghost looks down, that he'll take care of them when they come back. But why do you all come back? I mean, wouldn't it be easier to move on? If we could move on, then we would. What's holding you back? I wish I knew. I want to know. It's not so easy leaving. He says that it used to be easier for us to leave. He says it used to be smooth, painless, calm. But I have these memories I can't forget. And I have these feelings that won't let me go. Well, that sounds kind of awful. And I wouldn't wish anyone to live like that or live past life like that. The chanting is helping, and so is Chords. He's going to help us take the pain away by letting us see everyone. I'm already feeling a little bit better. I know that I'm tired, and I know that I'm slow, but quail eggs, I can remember the smell. I, I wouldn't put complete trust in Chords if I were you. I've seen things that he can do that Honestly, I have no idea where he gets the power for. I know. It's incredible, isn't it? It inspires so much hope. Inspires or instills fear? And at this point, the employee from the quail egg stand comes back. Hey, are you looking for some quail eggs? Uh, yeah. Um... She's a spunky looking girl, maybe just on the cusp of 20. And she is holding 
piles upon piles of food in her hands. It's almost like she's gotten something from every single feasible stand at the entire festival. I, the, you went and got all of that food? Well, yeah, of course. You just trade people for quail eggs. Uh, I've never thought of that. What do you mean you've never thought of it? I do it every year. Uh, I usually just pay for my food. and I never have time to get around to all the booths. Well, you gotta run faster, silly. And she begins ravenously chomping on what looks to be a lobster shell and all. And we cut back to Ariston. You are outside of the bounds of the festival right now in Kasaga's Embrace, where there are a number of different specialty shops. And Hearth Eternal is looking into the baggie with the fish in it. He doesn't look very happy. I wish that I knew where to get. I'm still trying to learn my way around the city. Look, it's just a fish. He doesn't feel anything. He looks scared, though, and I don't know. Hearth, yeah, maybe, maybe they can respond to fear, but... I would just toss him in the river. But then, then I'm letting go of... It's not just a fish to me, Mr. Ariston. This fish is a memory. Something precious to me. Something that, in caring for and in feeding every day, I treasure the memory that I made when I got him. We didn't seem very happy when you left. You almost left without me. Well, I suppose it's not unreasonable for one to be hurt when... Well, when... You do the things that we've done, and then you go out and people start calling you friends. It's I certainly would not do this with any of my friends. And the fish is swimming lazily around the bag. Look, you have to understand I'm new to this. Of course I view you as more than a friend, but I didn't really have any. It means more to me than you think it does. The term, it... It's what I'd call the people who were closest to me intimately because I couldn't call them anything else without, you know. I'm sorry, I should have thought of that, but I didn't mean it in the way you think I meant it. If you're certain, I accept your apology, but we need to find food, and I would... Next time, there are other words for what we are. We don't have to use anything permanent or fixed, but I'd like to imagine that to the outside world we're more than... Friends, I'm not asking you to use a big label forever. Uh, I'm not certain. And he looks flush and... Oh, there's a there's a pet store, I think. And he walks into a nearby shop door. Hearth, wait. Uh, are you coming in? I just feel like there's something else bothering you. What is it? I, you don't understand. I, I feel what people feel and I feel like there's something more. What's wrong? It's nothing. It's nothing. It's simple. It was a simple miscommunication. Sometimes people say things and it means one thing to them and it means another thing to the person that hears it. I'm, I want to feed the fish and I want to treasure this memory. And I think that once I do that, the little sting of being called just a friend will fade. Ariston kind of clenches in his stomach. All right, let's go do some food. Hello, shopkeep. Do you... Ja, hello. Oh, hello. I didn't realize that there was anyone else from the Middle River province in town. Oh, Ja, there's there's like 20 of us. Oh, yikes. I guess I misidentified your accent initially. <laughs> it sounds like you might actually be from a little bit up north. Where are you from, Whitewall? <laughs> oh, Ja, I thought that's what you said. 
I thought you meant Whitewall. Did you say Middle District? I said Middle River Province. Middle River Great Province? Great Forks, Sea John, you know, where all the best stuff happens. Oh, John, I've got a cousin there. I'm sure you do. Do you have any flakes to feed the goldfish? I have five flakes. Just five flakes? I can feed this bad boy five times and then it goes kaput? Oh, you have to feed them two flakes every time. Boy, okay. How many times a day do I have to feed them? Am I, am I going to have to stop down here every day to buy flakes to oh, feed wait. the fish? Did you say flakes? Yes, what did you think I said? You clearly said in response to me flakes. <gasps> oh I my god. You said rakes? I'm sorry. Who feeds a fish two rakes? That doesn't even make any sense. I'm having trouble seeing how you came to that conclusion, ma'am. <laughs> ja, I am too. I am a dumb, dumb employee. Oh, oh. Maybe she just okay. is not well versed in speaking river uh. speak, forest tongue. Yeah. All right. Well, can we buy some some food for this fish? All right. That's what we came in here to do. Yeah. Great. Okay. Where's the food for the fish? Yeah. We go get the flakes. He bounces into the back room. Oh my god. Well. Wow. Yeah. Now talk about communication issues. Yep. And he looks at the fish and kind of smiles. Did you just look at the fish and not me? It's a little uncomfortable, I guess. It's trying to make amends. I'm, I wasn't, I'm not having communication issues with the fish, Mr. Ariston. I, I was having communications issues with you. You, some, you don't ever awkwardly look away from someone. Well, you looked at the fish like, like it was your friend. I got the flakes. Wonderful. I'll, how much? Yeah. Um, well, how many flakes do you want? I, I would like to feed this fish, hopefully, for a long time. Could I get, like, a month of flakes? A month of flakes? Well, I didn't grab enough. Don't let me go back. Oh, my God. Okay. How? Oh. I have no idea. Can. Oh. Is this a new shop? Is it, it has to... It's either very new or it's on its last legs, right? Or maybe they just stuck her here because everyone's at the festival and they knew that... Oh, right. That what? Nothing. She comes back in with a bucket of flakes and slams the bucket on the counter. This is enough flakes for this tiny goldfish for one month? Oh, just one fish! I didn't say a school of fish. I said flakes for my fish. He had one fish in his hand, ma'am. Where did you think the other fish were exactly? At home, maybe. Maybe he likes to take the fish on a walk. Well, I'd appreciate it if you got us one month for one fish before I lose what little patience I have. And before you walk away and you come back with a calendar, he meant... Food for one month for the fish, not bring back a month. I want to be very clear. I want you to bring back exactly enough fish food to feed one goldfish for one month. A month? We have moths in the back. Let me go get one. Why? Why do you have moths in the back? It's not even a bed. That's a bug. He's already bounced away. You know what? At this point, let's just steal it. Like, I'll leave money on the counter. I'll leave more than enough money on the counter. Let's just go. If I steal it. Then I'm no better than Noah Oldman. What? Who, what do you mean by that? 
I don't want to talk about it. I want to pay for the food and I want to feed the fish. I want to talk about it. What What are you talking about? I, I thought you barely knew him. I don't know him personally. That doesn't mean that he hasn't done things to me. Well, what, what did he do? What, could I help? What, what happened? You don't seem like the kind who has a taste for this kind of thing anyway. It, it doesn't matter. Well. He, he did my family wrong. He is the reason that a number of my cousins are destitute. Oh, so sorry. It happens. It's fine. I'm going to make it right. Well, just let me know. I know you may not think I'm the type, but I fought worse than Noah Oldman. The shopkeep comes back, and her once very tidy bun seems visibly distressed. Her round cheeks are very, very rosy. She looks like she's been sweating and fighting in that back room. But she has in her hand one tiny little moth, or so it seems. She's got something cupped in her hand. Yeah, I got the moth! Why is this the only pet store that's open today? Why don't you keep your stock on the floor? Because then all the moths would be flying all over the store. Not your moth stock, your fish foods, like the actual goods. The actual goods. There is some, right behind you. Why didn't you not point us to that? Because I thought you wanted a bucket full of fish food. We never said that. You came to that conclusion in a very odd... Well, you asked me for fish feed, which I assumed meant that you wanted more flakes than were out in I the I held shop. up the baggie and I pointed to the goldfish in the bag. And it's a very and I cute said, goldfish, I John. want some fish food. How would you not understand that I'm talking about food to feed the fish that I brought you? If someone comes in with a small dog and they point to that dog and they say, I would like enough food to feed my dog, this dog, for a week... Or I'm looking for a week's worth of dog food and they point to that dog. You do not drag out the big bits for the big dogs. We don't allow dogs in this pet store. Oh my god. Alright, you know what? I'll buy the bucket. How much is it? It is 100 ovals. Alright, fine. God. Damn. Do you want this moth? No, I don't want the fucking moth. I just want the bucket. I want to get the fuck out of here, all right? And do you want to look at the moth? No. And she opens her hands and the moth fucking flies in Ariston's face. Ariston smacks it away. Here's your money. You're going to have to pay for that moth. Oh my God. Let's get out of here. Let's just go. I gave her 102. I assume that's how much the moth costs. The moth was 20. Oh, you are charging way too high for your moth, lady. And we are out of here, and we will be making a complaint on Yelp, and you will get one star. So. We already have one star! <laughs> so we cut to the outside as Ariston and Hearth Eternal are walking back toward the hotel with a enormous bucket of fish food. And you pass underneath a warm red lantern that casts light across both of your faces. And Hearth looks up into the bag, holding it against the light, and the fish is turned up. So much for that. I'm sorry, Mr. Ariston. I have wasted your money. If I had been quicker or clearer with the shop clerk, maybe then little Arnie would have survived. He has a name. It's not your fault. I don't know what was up with her. It's fine. If you want me to get rid of this food, I will, but trust me, you don't have to worry about me wasting money. And we cut back to Godwin. As he is leaving the performance area, I presume, from his conversation 
Some time has passed since he had lunch with his cult. It's starting to get dark. The lanterns that have been strung up all across the festival district are starting to be lit. It's a lot of paper lanterns with colorful paintings on them. And you hear... Actually, go ahead and make me a wits... A a perception plus awareness roll at a difficulty of three. Two successes. Okay, so you're walking along. The lanterns are being strung. And before too long, someone bumps into you and... The force of them knocking into you kind of pushes you toward a small alley that exists between runs of stalls, and you hear the sound of metal grinding against a sheath. Hey! Listen to me, you son of a bitch. A short-haired woman with a stocky build, dark skin, is drawing a chopping sword out of a sheath. This is Lakshu. Jeez, Lakshu, you scared me! Yeah, well, it could have done a lot worse. Put that sword away. What are you doing? You're saying... You're saying that like you don't... Like this isn't a reasonable reaction to what you did to me. It's not. You tore my life apart. Hardly. Hardly? I didn't do it by myself. I think you've got someone else that you need to have a much more significant conversation with. Godwin is avoiding eye contact the entire time. Yeah, well, I've been working up to that. I've been trying. She won't answer me. So what, are you using me as a testing ground? No, I'm not using you as a testing ground. I'm mad at you, too. I'm so mad at you. I'm not the one who had anything with you. Yeah, but you're the one who took it all away. I didn't even know until after. Like hell, you didn't. I definitely did not realize how significant that was to either of you, because I didn't think that she would break your heart that easily. If it was any more significant than I thought it was. Neither did I. I thought that three years of my life meant a lot more to her, too. But apparently it didn't. Apparently it didn't. Apparently three years of my life doesn't mean anything to you, either. I don't really know you. You were strangers, and you shoved me into an alley. And quite frankly, I would rather not be in this alley. We're not strangers. So what if we've shared the same woman? I don't really know. I came to your aid in your time of need. I helped put out the fire that was left in the wake of you killing that guy. I had control of that situation. <laughs> sure. Sure you did. Look, I don't even know Just why like you're you talking to me. Just like you have control right now. I'm feeling higher than I've felt in a long time. Yeah, well, maybe it's time that someone cut you down to size. Are you challenging me? And Godwin crouches slightly. Because know. you know what I'm capable of. And you will lose this fight every time. So I think you should put that sword back and we can talk Like civil adults. I don't believe that you have the capacity to interact with me like an adult. And she sheathes her sword. Why don't you let me try? And you can see what meant more than three years to forlorn Arya. Yeah, sure. Just as soon as you pay for my father's salmon sculpture. You can uh, put that on Ariston's tab. No, you're the son of a bitch that broke it. You're going to pay for it. I'm going to put it on his tab. Talk. What do you want me to talk about? I still don't really know why you're here except for vengeance. Because I'm mad. That doesn't change anything. Why did I have to come here thinking about more than being angry? You didn't go to Arya thinking about anything more than more than sex, so why why is the onus on me to think about something bigger now? Because what she and I have is more important than what she and I want anymore. So if you are coming here legitimately concerned that the city means less than what you had to offer her, then by all means, share with me your argument, and I'll take it right to her myself. Well, the point 
was we were going to eventually work our way up there, but it was going to take time. And you know why? It needed to take time. Forlorn Arya hasn't been Pirate Queen that long. She really hasn't. She secured a deal that got everyone the Tidemares six months ago, and the old queen died. She doesn't have that much experience, and she's flighty, and she's passionate, and she's angry, and I'm worried that she's not going to be able to commit. That's why we needed to build up to it, and now both of you are just thrown in the middle of this, and both of you are impulsive children? Are you afraid she couldn't commit or afraid she couldn't commit to you? Because what I see is a woman with conviction and a lot of heart and a lot of passion for making things good and making things better. And that's what it takes. A lot more than any chemistry between her and I, it takes chemistry between our hearts and the city. It also takes the ability to recognize your partner's flaws and to account for those. I know where Arya's faults lie. And you should I have seen her leaving you. Maybe I did. Maybe I was scared of that for a long time. Maybe coming back to the city was just me running back to my parents, running back to my dad. Maybe all I was ever meant to be was a sculptor's apprentice anyway. I mean, so many years of face stealing, I'm pretty good with a wood knife. Whatever. Just... I can't it. fix your problems. Yeah, well, you've certainly made a lot of them. And if you say that you understand Forlorn Arya's flaws, then you probably know what moves her more than I ever could. I just don't know that I'm even a part of this story that you're writing with her. I think you need to talk to her yourself. She came and she talked to me and she told me it was over. I tried to talk to her more. She wouldn't listen to me. She wouldn't let me say anything. And you know she does that. Yeah, I do. But if you keep talking, she'll eventually listen. Yeah, she would have done that when I saw her every day. When we were sleeping in the same bed. When we had to work together. But now there's nothing keeping us together. She's m moved on from me. And she's in the conclave. And I'm down in Kasuga's embrace. And you can hear footsteps. Lakshu? And her eyes go wide. She looks down at the ground. Just take care of her for me, you son of a bitch. And she runs away. Forlorn Arya turns the corner. Godwin, what was that? She jumped me, I don't know. Of course she did. Hey. What? And Godwin walks over to her and puts both of his hands on her shoulders, rubbing them comfortingly. She's still mad, and she has every right to be. I know she does. I told you I didn't want to hurt her. But you know you did. I know, and I guess it's selfish of me to want a world where I can do this and I cannot hurt her. We don't live in that kind of reality where people we care about don't get hurt. I know. I know. I'm just, I'm glad you made it back safe. I'm glad I did too. As much as I could have. Although I wish things had gone more successfully. But look, that's not the topic at hand. You really need to talk to her again. I I'll try. I'll try soon, okay? But I've heard that the Ember Sprites are starting to collect. Um, I know that I forgot to tell you last night that the festival was happening today, but it would mean a lot to me if you would join me to look at them. That sounds nice. Okay. And we cut to Ajax. What is Ajax doing now? So, how you liking those? <clears throat> oh, they're so good. I, I don't know. Are these new at the festival? I, I've never had them before. Yeah. What, what are they called again? They're called sashimi worms. <clears throat> I. They're just so delicious. Like, they're juicy and like, oh, the texture is just so good. Like, they like <laughs> burst in your mouth. And the rice just makes it perfect. Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, um, Ajax, I know you've been talking to the lady from the stall for a while now, but, uh, Birch and I, we were gonna go look at the, the Ember Sprites. They're gonna, you know, start doing their thing soon. Uh, I don't know if you wanted to join us, but we'd like to have you. Oh, I'd definitely love to. Um, can I take some of this to go? Or do you want to maybe 
come along? I was hoping you'd ask that. See, now I thought you were just being friendly to me for all the food, even though... Oh, that's totally not why I was being friendly. Mm-hmm. Nom, well, nom, nom. She looks over. Can she see the ghost or no? The ghost... Or is he like evaporated? Faded away okay. after she came back. Okay. Well, I wouldn't mind coming along if you just let me close up the shop and I'll even bring some of the food. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Uh, We'll meet you guys there soon. Okay. All right. See ya. Hey, mister. I don't even know your name. The name's Ajax. Cute. We cut back to Ariston and Hearth Eternal around the edges of the festival grounds. Ariston, I presume, still has the bucket and Hearth still is limply clinging on to the baggie with the fish inside. And over the top of the light of the festival grounds, slowly a number of these multicolored lights begin to raise up from the festival grounds deep near its core. They're all sorts of colors, blues and oranges and greens and yellows and whites, and they slowly begin to raise up towards the canopy of Shu and Kasaga. I've never seen anything like this before. It's beautiful. I agree. It's lovely. And he sidles closer to Ariston and tries to grab his free hand. Ariston grabs Arth's hand as well. Not super tight, but he holds it. You know, when I came to this city, I didn't think that I would meet so many beautiful things here. I arrived here because I was tracking down a vendetta, and I'm going to need to settle that eventually. But in the meantime, it's nice. And we see another shot of Ariston and Hearth bathed in all of these different colored lights. It's just nice to get a moment. These calm, quiet things with beautiful people uh, under beautiful lights. They make all of it worth it. Ariston looks at the lights and while he's holding Hart's hand, he just feels this kind of wave of madness go through him. And I like watching beautiful things, but normally they go away. I can't say that I'm not familiar with the experience. And he looks down at the fish, but sometimes we have to let go of the beautiful things that have gone away in order to appreciate the beautiful things that are in front of us now. And he looks at Ariston right in the face, and he lightly smiles. His eyes look somewhat sad, though. Isn't that right, Uffa? Ariston leans in and kisses him. And so we now cut to a couple of different shots of people viewing the Ember Sprites. We see Godwin and Forlorn Arya up close, as well as Ajax and Birch and Ricard and the unnamed stall attendant. And we see up close what the Ember Sprites are. They are these little motes and balls of light at the center of which there is this little crying baby of a thing and as they raise up they are resounding out a chorus over the city of Jiao Wei blinking just before they touch the tops of the trees with their fiery crowns and tonight the city of Jiao Wei is beautiful thank you so much for listening to Swallows of the South if you enjoyed the show please subscribe to us rate us and review us on iTunes every review really helps get the show out there to more new listeners if you want to find us on the web, you can find us at swallowsofthesouth.com, on Twitter at swallowsofsouth, on Tumblr at swallowsofthesouth.tumblr.com, and on Google Plus at swallowsofthesouth. 
If you have any questions you would like answered or would like to speak to Quinn via email, please send your messages to swallowsofthesouth at gmail.com. Our intro music is new by Elvis Herod. And I hope to see you next Tuesday. <laughs>